0: And I come into my junior year, and I'm about to get exactly what I wanted About to get this thing called NFL. And I'm 10 games away from this dream that I wanted my whole life, right? This thing that I've been working for my whole life. My whole life is dedicated to this one game. I'm up Saturday mornings, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. Two miles to a fire station, two miles back home. I'm in the park, 9.30, 10 at night, doing everything in my life surrounded the game of football. I'm sitting at home at night, I'm throwing balls up to the ceiling and I'm catching them different type of ways, trying to see if a receiver was to check me, if I wanted to catch an intercept. Like, everything revolved around this game and I finally get in a position in my life to where now I'm 10 games away from it. I got the paperwork that states I'm about to be an NFL draft pick. NFL on top of the paper, Inky Johnson projected top 30, automatic multimillionaire. Now all you have to do, the hard part's over, just play the next 10 football games, Inc. You you made it. And I go out in a silly game against Air Force, two minutes left, and I go to make a tackle that I can make with my eyes closed. And I hit this guy, and as soon as I hit him, I knew it was a problem, but I didn't think it would be this type of problem. Like, you know how when things happen, you're like, ah, I didn't expect that, but I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy. And when I hit him, every breath in my body left. My body goes completely limp. I fall to the ground. I blacked out. My eyes open. I'm still not, you know, too concerned because it's football. I told Pastor, I never thought about a career ending an injury. You have injuries within the game. When my eyes open, guys run over, ink, let's rock, man, let's go. Let's finish them off. And I'm like, I, I can't. Like, what do you mean you can't? You're a starting corner. Get up. You can nurse your injury after the game, man. I'm like, no, I can't. They said, what do you mean you can't? I said, I can't move. It's a shock, neck to my toes. I can't feel anything. Shock leaves. It stays in my right arm and hand. I'm like, maybe I got a bad stinger. They put me on the spine board, willing me off the field. Doctor says to me as he's walking beside me I don't know how you're still alive, son You don't have any pulse We get to the ambulance My father's standing there I'm like, pops, I laid it on him, right? I put it on him, right? My dad's like, yeah, but I think you got the worst part of this for me Doctor says, we're going to take you over Run a couple tests Bring you back into the room Everything will be cool They run the test They bring me back into the room Mom comes in, kisses, prays Son, you'll be fine She's going to walk out Doctors rush in Head boy says Hey, madam got to rush him back to surgery He's about to die and I look at him and I want to ask him, like, man, you can't use another word. Like, use a synonym, brother. How <laughs> y'all say die? Like, you sure die, man. And he could tell from how I'm looking at him that I'm questioning. And he says to me, You ruptured a subclavian artery in your chest. You're bleeding internally. If we don't perform this surgery tonight, I guarantee you, you won't be here in the morning seven years old, the 20 years old boiled down to one moment. The sacrifice, the dedication, the commitment came down to one moment. And the next morning I woke up from that surgery. The NFL on my scale of life, was that big. The SEC championship, that big. That cornerback, yeah, I was embarrassed. I'm sitting there and people coming into my room like, Inky, man, um, I'm sorry about what happened to you. And I'm saying to myself, uh, man, Inky, you really messed it up this time. Like, man, that's really the only thing you wanted, huh? Like you just thought, because you grew up in this um, so-called hood, two-bedroom home, 14 people. Like, the only thing you really wanted was the NFL, that's it. I'm like, man, you limited God to that? Like, life holds no substance, no value, like, efficient but not effective. I did things right, but I never did the right thing. And now the thing I placed my identity in, now it was gone. That's why I laugh at people, and they say, man, if I could just get this, I'll be... Man, if I could just get this position, I'll be, woo. Man, if I could just get this amount of money, I'll be. I'm like, woo. But what happens even if you get it or you don't get it? What happens when God says yes and no? Like, do you have the ability to accept what you don't understand? Can you still see God's plan when it didn't go the way that you thought it would go? Can you handle when things get off course? I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, man, I'm eight games away and God is redirecting me. And I'm like, God, just let me get to the NFL, then redirect me. Like, let me get the contract, then redirect me so I can help my family. And God is like, no, son, I need you to really go that way. And I'm like, you sure? Like, man, I need to go this way. He's like, no, I need you to go this way. I got something greater for you. Now, it might take a little longer to manifest, but I got something even sweeter. Like, I got something more fulfilling. I got something more rewarding. I got something, son, that's going to carry you for the rest of your life. Like, it's an amazing thing. I knew this was what I was supposed to be doing when one day I'm backstage and I got the same feeling that I got when I used to be in a tunnel before I was running out of Neyland Stadium. And I said, thank you, God. And so now I live my life a certain type of way according to what God has done. I live my life a certain type of way, according to the power that I know the Lord possess. I live my life a certain type, like when I go to the Lord in prayer, I go bold. And every time I go bold, I'm so thankful that that's not me and my Lord's first time communicating. And people have the nerve to ask me all the time, Inky, why wouldn't you change what happened to you? You got a paralyzed right arm and hand. I'm like, if you only knew and if you only saw the works that God has done in people's lives around me, what he's done in me, yeah, it's great, it's cool, but what God has done in the people's lives around me, like, you can't put a price on that. Like, at a certain point, like, what is it really about? Like, and I know the initial reaction when we go through things is to say, man, why did this have to happen to me? And it's an honest reaction. Because sometimes good people go through some crazy stuff. And some of the things we go through, I'm going to just be real, it's not, a, it's not a scripture for it. It's not. You can't go, hey, go to Romans 2.2. They're like, what? It's not. But this is what I've understood. In life, some people don't need you to preach a sermon. They need you to live one. Amen. 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 And so when they see you living it, they can connect and identify with that. The only thing I ask of you, as talented, as brilliant, as powerful, as beautiful as you are, never allow life to make you forget why you started in the first place. Meaning that first time you said, man, I'm riding with Christ, let's go. That first feeling you got, like that first interaction, that first connection you got, like when you first got it. It's like when people say at at the beginning, everybody's excited, everybody is on fire. But at a certain point, you hit something along the journey, and it's going to test that level of commitment. At a certain point, you're going to hit something, it's going to test that level of faith. And my definition of commitment was always staying true to what I said I would do, long after the mood that I've set it in has left. Like, am I going to stay true to my beliefs and my core and my essence of who I am as an individual, even if I get a paralyzed right arm and hand, am I going to stay true to it? Even if my little career that I thought I was going to have disappears, am I going to stay true to it? Even if one day I'm in a football game, the thing I love to do, the thing I have been practicing my whole life, and in one moment it gets wiped out, am I going to stay true to it? Because depending upon if I'm going to stay true to it, a lot of other people's belief in their Christian journey is predicated upon that and my belief in my Christian journey. In other words, I've seen a lot of other people say, Inky, I want to give my life to Christ, not because of something that happened with me, but because of something I've seen happen to you. And so when ESPN comes to me and say, Ink, you wouldn't be in the NFL right now? I'm like, if you only knew. If you only knew my father got saved because of my injury. If You Only Knew. My three boys that went first round to the NFL, all of them got saved. If You Only Knew. If You Only Knew, my mother, the level of her faith, like, if You Only Knew. Like, I just seen God do some things through the injury, and I'm like, man, I just, every day I wake up, I just try to stay out of His way. I'm going to leave you with this. We already know what to do when God says yes. We already know what to do when we get blessed. We already know what to do when our prayers get answered. But the question that I have for you in this rhetorical, what will you do when God says no?
1: If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up. As always, thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation on self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For you smart and intelligent folks out there, it simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the model, the slogan, what we live by here at Impact Secret Podcast is bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. The quote that we're riding with that I hope that you embrace as well is, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley. I have one question for you, family, with two thought provoking statements. First question, how do you Respond when life punches you in the face again. How do you respond when life punches you in the face? First thought-provoking statement. Seeing above your set limitation. Seeing above your set limitation. And my favorite, <laughs> uh, my favorite thought-provoking statement. I'll be happy when I'll be happy when Family, you fill in the blanks Welcome to the show Welcome to the experience It's time to get to work Family, I love that that, that clip so much That I remember the first time That I heard Inky Johnson's story And I remember because I was Driving into work on my way to work, you see, I, my journey was not like most of the, t- most of the jobs that I've taken because I went for the opportunity and I didn't care what the distance was. See, I would commute an hour, two hours, three hours for the opportunity to become a better individual in my profession. And I when you listen to a lot of personal development, there's certain things that will stick out to you that you can take and customize. And so I I, I took what Zig Ziglar had said when he talked about turning your car into a university. So, what I would do is on my way into this commute, which could go from anywhere from two hours to three hours pending the traffic. And i am I am driving into work and and, and as I'm on my way, I'm listening to his story. And all of a sudden a tear comes down my eyes and, and my, down my cheek. And I'm 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 crying and I'm trying to figure out why. Why why has this why why has this affected me the way that it it was? And 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 when I step back and I realize I know why. Because I was and am tired of surviving, I want to live. See, I watch my parents, and my parents watch their parents do the same thing day in and day out, the same routine day in and day out. There's nothing wrong with what I am about to say next, but it, it was the perspective. You see, I love the way Dr. Miles put it, Miles Monroe put it for you, and for I mean for us, when he talked about job and work. See, I had a job, I had a profession. It's something to this day I still love, which is project management. I enjoy it. I enjoy that the culture of being in that realm because of having an opportunity that you have to consistently learn. and if you're somebody like me, like when you get wrapped up into this personal development, you turn into someone that is looking to alert to learn yet take the information and p- apply it. Let, let me slow that down again. I said, when you're someone like myself, because if you, you listening to this, the show, I know you are, I'll say, I'll say it like this. When you begin to get excited about learning, you can't stop there. Now you have to take that information and apply it. And so when I, when I took the information and apply it, it I was, I was learning more and I, I found it that the frustrations I was having with life, it was, I, I had a choice in it. I had a matter in it. I had a say so in it. And yeah, it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. See, that's why I opened the, the question up to you when life punches you in the face. See, I got that from Mike Tyson. And it's so true. I've been punched in the face so many times. I'm I'm thankful to God that I'm, I'm still able to look out of both eyes because when, when things happen to you, you start, you start going into that mode. I don't care who you are. You can be the most positive, the most optimistic. You can be the most vibrant person. You still take a step back real quick. It may be, it may be 60 seconds. It may even be 30 seconds. And you say, Ooh, why did it happen to me? And if you're not careful You can continue down that same path And that's what happens a lot of times Family, I'm guilty of it I don't know about you Even though I am in this profession I find times when I ask myself Why? Why, why, why am I being redirected here, God? Why, why am I going through what I'm going through here? I, I, I didn't set, you know, I used to set limitations on what I, what I thought wasn't possible. But now my expectation, my limitations are so high that if I share them with you, family, you may think I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. The challenge in life is to live and not survive because see, when you're surviving, you're hoping that you're making it to the next day. You're hoping that you have enough to cover that bill. You're hoping that that relationship that is broken will be fixed. You're hoping that things will change. You know what, family? I got so excited about today's show that I even, I didn't even give you the, the today's topic. Today's topic is entitled, you're going to love this one, Complications and Setbacks. I'll say that again. Complications and Setbacks. Family, I don't know about you. I don't know how many times life has been so complicated for me. And through those complications, I've watched in certain setbacks. But when I started really analyzing those setbacks, they were for my good not for my bad. I had a dream one night. I'm going to share this. Y'all probably might think I'm crazy, but it's just us. I mean, you know, ain't that many people listening. We just, we just having a conversation. We just talking. I had a dream where, and maybe this would be a good skit where I was in a chair and I just said to the world, I'm the, I will, and I am the number one motivational speaker in the world. I am the king of this. And there was one person that popped up that had on a hat that, wear, that said king on it, dressed in all black. Then I had another one on the other side that was in a suit and tie. And I was confused. I was like, "What is this? Good versus evil, or something like that?" And what I when I woke up, I, I, I had to go back and replay that dream because I was like, "This is a weird. This was very weird and confusing." And 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 what I analyzed out that thing was is the fact that that was what we do a lot of times, family. We start analyzing and putting parameters in. Oh, this is good. This is bad. This is bad. This is good. You see, they say clothes makes the individual. Allegedly, I disagree. The individual makes the clothes. You see, when you looked at those two perspectives, you assume that the person in the suit was the righteous, the good one. And the person that was just in a T-shirt, some jeans and a hat was the negative one. See it's perspective family a lot of times family we when we look at things we put our we put a quick perspective on 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 anything or something and we don't do a deeper dive you see, a lot of times we'll say, well, I'll be happy when I get that new job and you get that new job opportunity. And then you're like, I'll be happy when I get out of this new job opportunity. Or you'll say, I'll be happy when I get that my significant other and that we can build together and we can grow together. And you get that significant other. And then you realize and say, yeah, this is this is not what I uh, signed up for Um I am miserable right now. This is not working out. I didn't sign up for this, but you did. And and I'm guilty, family. You know I'm not I'm not one of those I'm not one of those speakers that's going to tell you and put you down for the choices and decisions that you made because I I've, I've made the same choices and decisions and they may have even been worse. What's the difference between you and I? There is no difference except one thing and I and I know this sounds contradicting, but this is one it's only one thing. I just believe that I'm going to bounce back. I believe that this is happening for me for a reason. What I am feeling, what I am going through, this experience—I had a moment of, of of fear that 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 tried to channel his way in recently. Where I was, I, I've been being. This whole month has really been really a test month for me, family, when it comes to producing the show, because there's been many days in which my my level of commitment was tested to a degree that i didn't even share with you guys <laughs> man i mean i i literally would be, between work and family life i was i was i was being tested because it was like how bad do you really want to be a speaker and, and am i really a speaker and i thought to myself wake up snap out of it because you have to keep going. See, the, what's going to separate you from anybody is your level of commitment. It's not about somebody can be a better speaker than you. I remember when I was playing ball, there were better ball players than me um, in the neighborhood. There were better ball players, you know, around. But what made me, what made what made me stand out was my availability and my commitment. See, I was available when. When, and being available was I was going to class so I at least met the minimum to and, and got the minimum grades. I think I was averaging like a two point you needed like a two point two point five and I was there so I'm good. So that made that made me available and I was committed. I was every day I was at practice. I wasn't missing practice wasn't saying I was the best player because I, I was far from it but I was there. And a lot of times family we 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 try to we, we try to, we, we try to work on being better than someone else when your, your, your tools or your, your gifts will be just being available and being committed because a lot of people, when they're tested during, during that commitment series, because it can, you can be committed and excited. It's like, and that's why I get so frustrated sometimes with, I remember I was going to all these, whether online or off or, or, um, site motivational, uh, conferences and things like that and and you'll get super excited, but there were there weren't anything tangible for me to take away from to start implementing right away. Yeah, that excitement got me. Yeah, yeah. But what happened when I get punched in the face? What happens when I get tested? What can I pull out? I like, you know, I always talk about David Goggins when he talked about his cookie jar. What can I pull out of my cookie jar? They weren't giving me something to put in my cookie jar to to actually use to combat against whatever I'm going against. And so family, that's why when I get on this mic, I want to give you guys tangible things in which you can pull out and use. So what? You lost that job. OK, now what should you be doing? If, if you don't like that job, what should you think you should be doing? You, you should probably be working on your resume. You should probably be start reaching out on your contacts. You should probably start picking up a new skill set within that industry or looking at what what everyone else has and figuring out what can you do to be better. Hey, so you're not happy in that relationship or you're not happy here. You're not whatever the case is, but you but I want you to keep in mind, family, I want you to write this down. Don't fall prey to when you think, well, I'll be happy once I leave this job or this relationship or this this city or this state. That can't just be it family There has to be more to it Because you got to remember Happiness is an emotion Just like sadness is an emotion as well There's now Now I I do want to be clear now You you can be in a situation that is toxic And yeah you probably will be happy When you get out of that situation But a lot of times family You know and, and that's something I can't tell you is something you have to experience for yourself is that you do have to learn when to pivot, pivot or 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 be willing to willing to take or embrace being redirected, because if you don't and you go a different way and you you're still trying to fight the way that, you know, is that's not it. You have to be able to have the courage to do that But sometimes that stubbornness That courage that you have of sticking with it Regardless of what everyone else is saying Even what you're saying Like I don't even know if I should be doing this And that's when you're being tested and you say, well, how do I know I can't give you instructions around that family? That is a feeling. That is an acknowledgement that you have with yourself. That is a that is something, a desire that you have with inside you to say it doesn't matter if this thing shifts. It doesn't matter if this thing gets complicated. It doesn't matter if if the, if, if I get set back. You need to keep something in your cookie jar. You need to keep something in there that allow you to reach in there and say, "Ooh." I remember in 2004, December 28th, when I lost my mother, I had to reach into my cookie jar because I knew how this was going to go. This wasn't going to go well. I remember the first time that I got laid off, or what you call fired. I had to reach in to my cookie jar. I had to reach into my cookie jar because I was confused. I kept asking, well, you know, I I was here every day. I I barely, I mean, I only use vacation days here and there. I rarely, I, I probably maybe called in six once or twice. Why me? I'm watching what everyone else is doing. They barely even showing up on time. You giving them, you letting them make it. You get, why did you choose me? And sometimes, family, instead of a- analyzing the why me, this is a moment where you got to really start trusting yourself and just start clapping. Yeah. Okay, so what's next? That door has been closed. OK, now we're on to the next one, because you will get some setbacks and complications in your life. I tell you all the time when you are chasing your this goal or this dream that you have once you once wants, wants you to be a part of it, just as bad as you want to be a part of it. But it, it wants it is going to test you from time to time to see if you're hungry and you should embrace that, because if you're not tested, then you then you don't know if you really, truly want it or not. You, you it may it just may sound good. You know, oh, I I, want to, you know, I want to get that opportunity, that job opportunity, or I want to create that business. And it sounds good. It sounds good to be able to tell people, you know, hey, this is what I do for a living. And, you know, I I also do this and it sounds good. See what I'm doing here at first and it, it, it never sounded good to me and that's probably why i didn't get started because i was i was looking at other people and i was like why wow, i was i was i was admiring how they where they are right now but see what i didn't realize of how many years of experience that they put in how many setbacks that they had in order to to get set up ooh See a lot of times family it, it, when we look at that word set back we don't never look at the what is the 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 base of it set See when you are set you have an opportunity to go up or down right so once you go back you still have an opportunity to move forward. It's up to you. You know You know. one of the things I always talk about here when you're driving, you you can only look out the windshield and glance at the rear view mirror. If you drove the whole way, wherever you were going, looking directly in the rear view mirror and not looking out the windshield, I guarantee you Allstate, State Farm, Progressive, whatever insurance company you have would probably drop you because you would be in a lot of car accidents is due to the fact that you lost your focus and you're focusing on the wrong thing. Ooh, I like that. A lot of times, family, we can get caught up focusing on the wrong thing. We're focusing on things that have no bearing on us. Yes, that happened to you. Yes, that happened to me. What can I do? I can't do anything about it. Only thing I can do is control me. How do I control me? How do I do me? Well, I get myself better. I I develop myself. I keep working on me on I and you have to do the same thing, family. It's not easy. That's why a lot of people always lean into their comfort comfort zone because this is not easy. Day in and day out, making a, a solid a a decision to be more than you were and to chase a dream that people are still looking at you and saying, "Why are you getting up early doing that? You could you you look tired. I may be tired." But there's somebody out there that's listening to me that needs this. There's somebody out there that's having a difficult time, that's trying to figure out what should they do with their life. Should they even should they give up? Trust me, family, this thing is really real here. And now I and one of the things is, is that there are a lot of gifted speakers out there. But one thing I won't let them do is outdo me and in pouring into people. If I have, if if God continues to bless me with this mic, this opportunity, all I'm going to do, family, is continue to give and give and be more valuable to you. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I know I did. I'll be happy when. (laughs) Remove that from your vocabulary, family. You won't be happy then Because there's something else That'll come up So make a decision A solid Foundational Decision Start trusting your instinct And trusting you This has been your boy E.D. Until next time
0: Peace